For the most part. <laughs> and I'm going to say this for the most part, and I'm not going to bring statistics. We are we are fucking shallow. It's mm-hmm. you. It's, it's you, what it is. You, and I'm you. not going to just say it's me, and yes I'm not going to give you a statistic. You. Right. Fuck wow. yeah. No, no. All, all of y'all niggas is shallow. Most of us all is all shallow. I'm not. We was in the same shallow. shallow. I did ugly yeah, all the just, time. Just by you calling niggas ugly, you shallow. You, that makes so, you shallow. I don't know, my friends call so, them ugly. <laughs> my friends are like, they say, TJ, you, you date ugly people all the time. They corny, they ugly. Yeah. That my friends say that to me. I don't say that. I like you the people got, that way. You just got bad taste. You just <laughs> <laughs> but I love the people. Yeah. I love so, them when we're good, you know? The Sophisticatedly Ratchet podcast is a roundtable formatted conversational podcast about any and everything. Six black queens and kings from New York City. Sharing our views on black lifestyle, culture, relationships, religion, and current events. Here at SR, we strive to give our listeners the real in a world of fake. Worldly professionals with class that also know how to switch it up. Now let's talk our wild shit. sophisticatedly ratchet people how are y'all good afternoon good morning good evening whatever night date time y'all listening to we just thank you for listening um you know today we're going to be discussing current events you know because things is moving so i want to introduce my team i'm gonna start with my guy flash the philosopher how you doing what's up good morning mo or good night (laughs) whatever time we doing this and they hear it what's up absolutely let me introduce one of the queens, my bestie, none other than TJ. What's up? What up, bestie? How are you, baby? I'm great. How are I you? I love when you moderate, honey. Oh, really? I'm good. <laughs> I do. We all love you. We love thank you. you. Yeah, thank I, li- you. I like when you moderate, too. Why, thank do you. Do you think, queen? Such a compliment. Let me go to my king. Of course. The farmer, the spew guy, drip, drip, drip. What's up, Mash? Oh, look at Shake's face. Look, Shake got sad. He got sad just now. Look, he's like, I'm going to drink. Cause he, he, she's not talking about me right now. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm get to my boo. I'm sorry. sorry. Shut up. You're not used to nobody calling him a king on the show. So he, so he felt a little. He got excited. He got a little excited. Oh, that's not me. Let me take a sip. You want to you want to go shake that and go, bro? Okay, you you can jump in, bro. Okay, okay, shake. No, she didn't introduce him. I want to introduce him. You got to do a nice introduction for shake now. You know what I'm saying? Go ahead. I got him. I got him. All right. I'm sorry as shit. Let me shut mm-hmm. up. Mm-hmm. Yo, what's good, everybody? Smash, a.k.a. Spew God. Drip, drip. Please say the drip, drip. Welcome to another episode of Sophisticated Ratchet. As you know, we ratchet. So nice to meet you. Good to see you. And we sophisticated. Exactly. Facts, facts. Let me move on drip, to drip, drip. let me move on to the king of kings, the wanderer, <laughs> <laughs> the fuck boy, <laughs> the one we love to hate. My boy mm-hmm. Shake, what's good? Hey, thanks for the thanks for the great intro, um, Mo. Thanks for the great intro. Of course, so of course. Thanks for the great King. intro. Of course. <laughs> now let it. me let me move on to my introvert, my boy Sly Boogie. What's up, Boogie? What's good, Mo? What's good, everybody? All right. What up? Peace, King. Yes. Yeah. Peace, y'all. Peace, peace. Exactly. So, like we said, today's episode is current events. Um, I'm gonna start off with my boy Shake. See, Shake, I'm I'm pulling you in first, baby. 
Um, and yeah, Shake is gonna Shake is gonna basically that's discuss. So sorry for you, bro. <laughs> Shake it, but one, one thing about Shake, one thing about Shake, people sleep on. Like he's very financially savvy. He's into stocks and all that. He's an accountant. Yeah, this is trade by, by study. Yep, he's a, he's an accountant, and he's going to discuss some financial. Y'all getting him real gas stuff for no on, reason. Come on now, he's multifaceted. He's not just a fuckboy. Exactly. Let my king rock. Let my king rock. Let my king rock. Training. He about to do this financial news for y'all. So of course I'm gonna just introduce that. So go ahead, spit 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 the game, shake. Let him know. Let him know. Okay, okay, and financial news, ladies and gentlemen, this has been an interesting start to the year in the financial markets. First off, GameStop broke damn stock market, all right? For those of you who've been hiding under a rock, a group of investors uh, decided that they were going to stick it to the man. And when I say the man, I'm talking about these billion-dollar hedge funds Mm -hmm. um, that pretty much forced, that pretty much manipulate and force the market down when the little guy is trying to make a little bit of scratch. So this group of investors started a movement to crush the hedge funds. Uh, Using Reddit, the groups created a viral movement in which they would all concentrate their money on a few stocks, push the price up, and win against the man, quote unquote, the man. I was going to talk about how apps like Robinhood are empowering to the average Joe to invest in the market. But then Robinhood went and did some bullshit that we all know about. So these investors ran the price uh, for GameStop all the way up to $600 and was answered with a shutdown by Robinhood and overregulation on all the stock symbols that they were winning in, including um, GameStop, AMC, uh, um, Sundial. There's a few. There's a few different ones. Um, also Bed, Bed Bath and Beyond. There were a lot of stocks. Um, that they were focusing on. Simply put, Robinhood stopped the average Joe from purchasing any of any more of these stocks and allowed his allowed their billionaire friends to gain control again. They call it Robin Hood. I call it Robin Hood. For real. Because of apps. <laughs> Because of apps like Robinhood, (laughs) more people are invested in the market than ever, but they fail to live up to their name because they're breaking bread with the sheriff of Nottingham. Shame. Okay, so um, I want to I wanted to ask (laughs) a few burner questions to uh, to the group. You guys have your burner cards out. I got my burner card. Always ready. Always ready. ready. You got got your shit. Ready. Because you you barely have your shit. Look at him looking for his shit. He's like, oh shit. That's part of our signatures. Burner questions. Of course we're ready. We stay already. Forgot I was going to the burner questions. Okay. Come on now. I only found my complicated burner question card. Hold on. This is why his introduction was his introduction. Hold on. Go ahead, Flash. Okay. Burner questions are something that we use on our show to answer mm-hmm. questions. And we have one we have one of four ways to answer questions. You can either answer with a yes, a no, and what had happened was, or a sophisticatedly ratchet card. Exactly. And we're gonna That's wait for the shake to give us the question so we can All right. use our cards. All right. I want your so, question. I got questions before you ask your question. What do you mean by okay. stick it to the man? Short what do you mean? How how are they affected okay. by these investments, investors? Okay. When I say stick it to the man, I'm talking about the hedge funds and the mutual funds and all of these different funds that are pretty much billion dollar that pretty much are billion dollar. They're backed by billions of dollars. And what they do is they bet against the stock going up. 
And down, when they put down. these, the, the, oh, yeah, no, no, they, they bet against it going up. They want to push it right, down. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. they make money off of overpowering the investors and making the stock go down. Like what they do is they right. buy shares, they borrow shares from them and they short it. So it's a little technical. I don't want to get into it, but they short the shares and they push the stocks down. So basically what these guys were trying to do was to hold their hold their shares and also make it viral. So a bunch of people came in and held their shares and pushed it up against the um the hedge funds and the mutual funds. Okay, the only so, issue so, with that huh? So what I'm hearing you say is that when you when the hedge funds they put a certain amount uh they put a cap on how much they think the stock's gonna be worth. Is that what you're saying? Correct. They put a cap on what the stock's gonna be worth and because the Correct. stock is more than what it's worth, they lose out on that investment that they made. Correct. Yes. All and right, also, I want to make sure I'm understanding you. Okay. Also it makes it easier for them to make money against these um against uh Against, I guess, people who aren't really holding their shares. So it makes it easier for them to make money against them. Like that, it's easy for them to push the stocks down if people are kind of flimsy with it. Like if people are selling their shares off or like, let's say, let's say, um, for example, with GameStop, I, I forget the name of the guy, but he put something, he had put out some negative information. And what happens is when you put out this negative information, people see it. And people start selling their shares, which makes it makes it easier for them to short the stock. That's how they manipulate the stocks. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. instead of pushing it down, people use that information and they pushed it up. You know what I mean? So they got it. So the so the so the gaming community was like, fuck y'all. Y'all short. Y'all shitting on GameStop. We're going to do our part to make sure that state that shit that GameStop goes up. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And the people who shorted it is fucked up now. And they're like, yo, exactly. Wasn't expecting this. Got it. Okay. now I'm ready for your question. Now, thank you, bro. Uh, just to add some context to your story, um, it's not a group of investors, more so than it was a um, it's a group on Reddit. It's called Wall Street Bets, and mm-hmm. pretty much they they have like a community of people who generally are kind of highly invested in the stock market, and they all or a lot of the people from that particular forum collectively said like, hey, you know what? This is something that the hedge funds are trying to do in order to make their money. So it kind of the count of that, you know what? Let's invest in these stocks and. That in turn is making some of these hedge funds lose millions of dollars. And that's not something mm-hmm. that they're happy about. Absolutely right. not. But also, also, when we go ahead, go ahead, Mo. No, I just also wanted to know, isn't it illegal? Because now, for instance, at that time when that was occurring, when you went into Robinhood to try to buy the stock, it wouldn't even allow you to click to buy that stock. Right. So, you know, mm-hmm. What I'm just really wondering, like, not how, even your Rob- forget forget Robinhood stopping you from clicking to buy the stock. Right. They wouldn't even allow you to see the stock. They deleted right. the stock from their entire right. platform for the exactly. whole entire day. And um and oh, why did I, I just did this? Get your mouth off the mic. They deleted <laughs> they deleted the stock from the platform for the entire day. Uh-huh. <laughs> and. <laughs> And that's what happened right. uh, with that right there. So mm-hmm. that's how they ended up. So, but they allowed their billionaire friends to continue being able to manipulate the stock. So mm-hmm. I'm not able to buy stocks, but they're able to continually short the stocks. So they're actually pushing my stuff. They're, they're actually pushing my shares down now. So that's what happened with that. Mm-hmm. One of the, let's get let's get into the burner questions though. Let's go. Go for it. Okay. Um, okay. First question is. Do you think we should still give Robin Hood their props for bringing regular people like you and me to the market, even after the bullshit? 
So um, <laughs> I haven't. It's complicated. Right. Flash has no. Right. Mash has no. Mm-hmm. TJ has for sure. Um, Shake has. Boogie wants you to read his mind. Yes. yes. And I'm going to read Boogie's mind. I'm going I'm to I'm give him five seconds. I'm going to read his mind. <laughs> Boogie says, Boogie says for sure. He says for sure. So go ahead, y'all. Go ahead, Shake. Okay, okay. Um, I I just want to hear from everybody. Um, Mm -hmm. who who said it was complicated? I believe. Um, I did. I believe. Uh, I believe. Yeah, Yeah. Mo said it's complicated. Why do you say it's complicated? I said it's complicated. Yes, I think we should give them their props because you know, honestly, yes, I appreciate them bringing the forum to regular people. You know, like me and you. However, what recently transpired you know, had me a little bit second guessing it because yes, you know, yes, we love that the fact that you brought us to, but then you also shut us out at the same time. So that's where my, mm-hmm. it's complicated comes into place. But yes, they do deserve some credit because they did bring the regular, you know, Joe Smo to that app to allow them to to buy and, and trade stocks and everything like that. But mm-hmm. after this happened where you show that you can actually shut it down from us progressing to, you know, to, to make, mm-hmm. to make money or potentially to make money that has me second guessing it. So that's why I said it's complicated. I feel you. Mm-hmm. I feel you. Um, yo, uh, so Flash, you said no. You're not giving Robin Hood their props. Why do you no. say no? No, fuck Robin Hood, bro. Real <laughs> shit. You, you think that they gave us the opportunity to want to learn and invest in things like cryptocurrency and stocks and shit like that. But in all reality, they're just the popular ones. They're not. If they weren't around, somebody else is going to take that space in terms mm-hmm. of having an online or an app in your phone and online or whatnot that made it easy, that makes it easy for you to be able to invest in some of these companies. I feel like between and understanding like the way how the world and data and information and whatnot is working now, it's bound to happen that people are going to be savvier. The fact that, yo, we can make money in a bunch of other ways. we got a lot of, you know, people who's hustling now. And just the, the fact that we're kind of coming in late to the game, I'm talking about as far as like, uh, black people collectively investing and being understanding, understanding about stocks. I do feel like we're coming in late to the game with that, but it was bound to, we were bound to know about it anyway. So nice. What about you, Mash? Why do you say no? Why are you not giving Robin Hood Day props? Uh, I'm not giving Robin Hood Day props based off the strength of their name. Like if you're, if your title or the way you want to be representing the market is be like Robin Hood, which is fairy tale for like the rob from the rich, you steal from the rich and give to the poor. But then when when shit gets real, you out here giving the rich everything that they need and fuck the poor. I think that 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 in itself is a problem. I think that Robinhood is cool, but there's way other alternative platforms for trading money on the market. There's not just Robinhood. It's Ameritrade, Fidelity, E-Trade, Acorn, Ally, Weeble, like, all types of shit. All these different platforms that. Where you can trade. So as far as needing Robinhood, you don't. Fuck them niggas. Um, it's really um, unfortunate to see them respond that way to people's come up. You know what I mean? For me right. to see you respond to a come up like that is like, that's not Robin Hood like my nigga. Like that's not who I think right. of when I think of Robin Hood. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that's why I say no. That's a big no for me. I, God, I love that you said that because that is marketing in itself. It was genius mm-hmm. to to title it Robin Hood, right. the fairy that tale is. of stealing from the rich to get to the poor. And of course, it's gonna get retail investors like ourselves because that's what we're called, retail investors, right? Mm-hmm. It's gonna attract to people like us. So they did a great job with marketing. You know, right. I. I agree right. with you, Mash, in that sense. 
it's like, you know, now that they did this fuck shit, like, no, there's other platforms that we can go to. And it, that shot, they shot themselves in the foot in that sense. But I'm, I just wanted to make that, you know, like that statement that shit, they, the but name you, but you did, was but you did say hella you was marketing. Giving the- but you did say you gave him props, though. Why do you say you give him props? Okay, so, sorry, I didn't know you was ready for me yet. I just wanted to mm, comment on Bash. Mm. Okay, no, so yeah, like hella marketing for them to name themselves that. Kudos. Um, I do give them their props. Why? Unfortunately, I'm not in the market yet. Um, I have been trying to learn a little bit more about it. My cousin's been trying to put me on. There's also something called the Come Up Series with Mark Monroe, trying to put our people on. We need to build um, generational wealth. Um, So I'm doing my research first because that's what has been told to me. Like, you, you know, like, don't push yourself into anything that you don't know. And I know that Robinhood mm-hmm. is one of those platforms that they teach you everything, every step of the way, like what, you know, shorting means, what put means, what all these other things. And, and I give them props for that. Nah, they don't um, do that. They I try. also think you, that this, they, do. they don't do that. Not, not to that level. She explained it. They don't go that far. That's like, oh, a they don't? See, I don't know. Nah, I don't even know. Robin do. Hood. I'm not a part of Robin Hood. Um, nah, but I you, know that from what I from what I know. Sorry. So mm, I take that mm, back yeah. from what I know. Actually, Shake said this last week. So I, that's why I'm saying that he said mm, that they mm-hmm. teach you how to do everything. I don't know to okay. what, you know, to what degree they teach you. Um, so and I need to learn. They make it easy. Yeah, I need to learn more than that. I need to know what a call is, what a put is, what a short is, right. what, um, what is are. a Bollinger band. Yeah, mm-hmm. I need to do more research. So that's okay. what I'm doing right now on a come up series. Okay. So I give them props for that. <laughs> However, I will say, and I also want to say, I do give them props because all press is is good. All news is good news, whether it's good or bad. So they get props right now because they did this fuck shit. There are people that may leave them, but there are people that are like, oh, I never even knew about Robin Hood like myself Mm -hmm. that, you know, Mm -hmm. you're saying that it's easier for for me to use the platform. Um, They may still get business. So, yeah, I give them props for at least putting out that name, putting out this opportunity for people. Yeah, they did some fuck shit. We can choose to do other things, but do I take away their props? Nah, Um, I do this do think that they you know did something fucked up and I may go with another company but I still give them the props okay they don't teach you about stock trading but I'm I said yes that I'm still giving them their props and I'm gonna tell you why Robinhood makes it so easy for the average investor to invest in stocks it's 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 hard not to go in and veg. like you really have no excuse not to do it because when you go on Robinhood, they pretty much give you they give you a step by step tutorial about what you're doing with this stock. Like I go into a stock and I choose to buy a stock. It'll let me know the different options to buy a stock. It even let me allow it even allow me to buy a fraction of a stock. It'll show me limit buys. It'll show me trailing stops. It'll show me all kinds of things. And it, 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 Does it shows Ally do ex- that? Do, do other platforms most, most that Nash mentioned? Most, most do apps that? don't do that. Okay, apps so there is, you go. Um, Robinhood is very, it's very amateur friendly. Okay. For right, people right. who don't know how to invest in stocks. So this is the reason why I believe I believe Robinhood is a great app. And although they did the fuck shit, OK, which is fuck shit, they weren't the only ones. They were just the biggest one. Everybody knew about it. Now, there were other apps that did it. We both suspended the stock for the entire day. But nobody, a lot of people, a lot of the amateur investors don't use that app. So they don't know. 
but oh, more than one app, interesting. more than one app suspended this. Because oh, wow. I checked multiple apps to see if these if the stock was available, wow. and it wasn't available on a lot of different stocks. Gotcha. And I'm gonna tell you why. Oh, you mean just I'm on Robinhood, though, right? Oh, on different yeah. apps, not just Robinhood. I'm talking about other apps, mm. and it's, I'm gonna tell you why, though. What I'm gonna tell you, it's what I'm gonna tell you is that. No, no, it's not only the billionaires. You got to think, yo, these mutual funds are not only funded by billionaires. Some of them are police and teachers and and um, mailmen. Like, oh, there's a the lot of different funds. Right. They, the 401ks. There's oh. a lot of different funds that are controlled by these people. Gotcha. So there were a lot of pressures on Robinhood since they were the biggest one. Since okay. they were the biggest amateur, since they are the biggest amateur platform to cut these, um, to cut these apps. So, I mean, or to cut these specific symbols to stop the, um, bleeding from these, um, mutual funds. Because a lot of, I guess, our retirement funds and our 401ks may be tied into it. You gotcha. know what I mean? Yes. So a few people will benefit from it, but the, but a majority of people will not. Let's just say that. Okay, I, I, so that's I, the I, reason I, I why I disagree. I, I, I disagree with you, but go ahead. okay, okay. Um, but I mean, you you have the right to disagree. I mean, why why do you yeah. disagree, Flash? No, because because I feel like you're talking about you, you, when you talk about funds. Yeah, you are talking about people's four hundred one k and all this other stuff, but mm-hmm. you also forget the fact that people are allowed to like impact their four hundred one k's and where their money's invested. Yeah, you can kind of choose. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, like you don't have to let these these big um funds and funds and companies, whatever these big companies control how your money is invested or where your money's invested. That's really sure. on you to have the onus and the you know the responsibility to say, well, hey, wait, me- not. But not in the four hundred one k. Not in the four hundred one k. I don't you think you can we do, get yes, to you choose. Can, yeah, you can do it with your fault. You could. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. I guarantee if you okay. go to whoever's whoever's doing your your uh, your books and uh, whatnot for your for your four hundred one k, because I've gone to my four hundred one k and I've changed my plans and I and I you can pick the the companies that oh okay your okay. money yeah, is, is being invested in. Yeah, I wasn't sure you yeah, could pick absolutely. the company. I know you could up your percentage and stuff mm-hmm. like that, but I wasn't. No, no, no. You, can, no, yeah. you cannot pick right. the companies right. that you're invested in. That's what I'm you can't. Right. You plans. can pick what you're invested in. Like, you can right. invest in stocks. Right. You can invest in bonds. Okay, that's what I was like going. Because I was like, like, I didn't know you could pick the company. Stocks, but yeah, you're not, you're money. Right. yeah, you're not doing okay. it like, yeah, per, per stock symbol. But I'm saying, like, you get to still choose where your money is being invested, invested. as a whole. That's true. That's true. Right. That's okay. true. So basically, basically, what you're saying is that you're putting yourself at risk if you invested in the stock market. Uh, no, I'm trying to say like you, y'all should just take better you responsibility. Are. No, no, we should all just take better responsibility. You are putting yourself at risk. Any any type of investment is a risk. Yeah, sure. So that's why I said it's not. It's not. A, it's, I don't. That's why I don't want to call it a risk. I'm just saying we should all just be more savvy and responsible mm-hmm. with where our money's being placed. That's all. Whether you're gotcha. doing it by, by the stock market with these apps or whether you're, you're doing gotcha. it with your 401k, like don't just blindly bat a, bat an eye when it comes to your money and where, and where it's being put. That's all. Okay. My, my next question to everybody. My next question is, why do you think why in 2000 and 2021, why do you think so many people are investing now? Like there's a bunch of people investing. Like th- it's just been a huge increase in investing. Mm-hmm. Why do you think so many people are trying to invest now? And I'm, I'm and I'm even talking about in this room right here alone. Mm-hmm. I know yeah. that at least at least four, five of us are investing in stocks. Mm-hmm. I know at least. You know what I'm saying? I think the but, pandemic right. told everybody right. to be honest. Like ever since the pandemic and the, I think the planes crack, like the plane business going down, a lot of people have been on paying money of that. And that's probably how a lot of people got in the stocks. I'm just speculating. No, I, but I imagine that's when a lot of people started, you know, 
I, paying attention to that last year, you know? I, I agree with you, mm-hmm. Boogie. I agree with you, Boogie, too. And the reason why I say that, I bring up, like you said, with COVID going on and everything like that and people being laid off, to have yeah. that income, people are now thinking, okay, what, because you don't want to go through this again. If you were, if you were an individual who got mm-hmm. laid off and didn't have right. that monetary income coming in, you now have to get creative. Okay, how, what is a way that I can make money or try to, you know, to make sure that I'm not in this situation again, because a lot of people was hit hard. And I think during the um, pandemic and actually having that time to sit down and research and really look into investing, people could see how their money could grow for them. So I think people got a little bit more educated yeah. during this time and is more willing to invest. Uh-huh. Right. Go ahead, TJ. I also think that that was a huge catalyst, but I also think with the racial tensions that's been going on, mm-hmm. um, what I've been seeing, because I'm doing research, I'm doing my education based on the come up series with Mark Monroe. And he just talks about how, how far behind we are in the wealth gap between, you know, like us as black people in a, in cumulatively, right. Um, against that 1% or whatever. And, this is an opportunity for us to make money. And he definitely like doesn't say, you know, to trade in these volatile stocks or anything like that. He's trying to like give us the tools that we need to like be a part of this market and to create um, generational wealth for our, ourselves, our families, our culture, our, the diaspora, you know? So I feel like it's a, it's a di- diaspora thing. I, to me, it's like something for our culture to increase. And I feel like that with the racial tensions, like I feel like even more than ever, I've been hearing us say, you know, like I, I want to do black owned businesses, any black person owning this, I would, I'd rather give my mm-hmm. money to that. So that's investing in itself too, you know? So yeah. that's why I feel like, like, you know, there's more of a of a pull. I think it's it's racial. I think oh, a catalyst was COVID. But yeah, that was that's my answer. Yeah, I, I'll just chime in real quick. I'll keep it short. But I, I feel like the investment thing also blows up because I think it's a reaction of, of the black community also understand like, yo, there's more, like we want more than one way to kind of make money. We don't want to just do the, the 40 this hour nine to week. five. Yes. Right. Dead, yes. dead end job or whatnot. And when you look yes. on TV and all this other stuff and you seeing like somebody's playing video games and he just made 40 fucking million, you know, I'm like three million dollars, yes. you know, playing video it's games. Tangible. And I'm, it's more tangible. Yeah, and I'm sitting here busting my ass, uh, uh, you know, doing this <laughs> one job. And, like, for, and shit, I got to do this for how many Facts. years? Like, Real this shit. is not what people is trying to see as realities no more. Option. Yeah, so, so now you got to do that. I do have to ask you though, Flash, that person playing video games making three mil, he probably worked hard at that. I ain't gonna lie. He's not. Nothing comes easy. He's not working as hard as me, nigga. What I'm trying to say though, it. It opens the conversation for like, what am I doing to make money? Because this dude's what playing are my video options? games. Yeah, yeah. What are my uh-huh. options? You know what I'm saying? So, so, and so this is I why guess. I like I applaud like content creators and all these people who who's on Instagram hustling and making their money because that's opening up a whole avenue of people, black, especially black people who are big content creators to get their bread. And I, I support it. No. Yo, I'm gonna be honest with you. What I, I felt through, there's a few things that lead to people investing more money. I feel like since people aren't really going out much, the people who are still working right now, you know, um, 
we're not spending as much money as we used to. We're not I going to restaurants. I don't know about that. What, what, what's your, what's your, um, your references? I was about to say my bills. No, we're still going to restaurants. Spoke, spoken I'm like a poor nigga. Spots. I go out. Spoken like a poor nigga. Wait, we're not I going to restaurants. We're not taking, we're not taking that trip to Aruba. We're not, we're not. I, I, doing, just, a, I just did. A lot, no, wait. There's, for yourself. there's a lot of things. There's a lot of things last year. Wait, wait. That's why I asked him. Where are your references? Can I, can I speak? Can I speak? There were a lot of things last year that people Mm -hmm. did not do that they would have done. And they spent a lot less money than they would have spent. So now that leads to excess money, especially in 2020. Okay? That that led to a lot of excess money that people had to invest. I disagree, Yo, my nigga, you act like niggas still got jobs, my nigga. Shake, I I do disagree with that, Shake. When when you you say excess money, that means that they had extra money coming in. A lot of people lost money. No, no, when I say excess money, I'm talking about money that you're money not you spending spent doing on fuck shit. A trip. there is but money to be spent on shit bills like and all trips that. and bars and clubs but you're only talking about your friends. of a nigga who kept a job my nigga you got to take into consideration people who didn't make money. Exactly. Like if I'm working nine to five and I'm still having my same schedule as last year, then right. and, and I didn't like go out or something I'm like that. I'm specifically that. talking about people who were still working. That's what I'm talking about. The people who I said that I started off with that. What percentage is that, though? Well, Fake news. I disagree. I disagree, Shay, because let me tell you, although I didn't go on trips last year because my trips got canceled, my flights got canceled, uh-huh. I spent thousands of dollars on furniture. I remodeled my mm-hmm. entire apartment. Mm-hmm. I can't tell you how much money. Who, I can't tell who you. Who furniture? I'm just saying, I we relocated that money. Even if I'm not been, spending money on clothes because there's nowhere to go, I'm spending money on other shit. I can't tell you a lot of people that I know Yo. said I spent so much money on Amazon. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I, like feel you. I feel they're you. They're wasting their money on Amazon. So, yes, they didn't spend money on trips. They didn't spend money on the things that they used to, but that money was redirected to other places. And I, I also just like to add to the fact that even though, like, people are still working, it doesn't mean that they have the same hours as well. Like, like I don't That's know true. about, right. like, how TJ's working, but I don't know if it's the same exact schedule she had before the pandemic. I don't think anyone could say that. I think well, everything I'm, switched up. Yeah. Right. I'm key, And the reason why I, I say that, done. like, wait, the reason why, I, like, I'm saying, like, during the pandemic, and I'm being honest, and... Mon- uh-huh. monetary wise for me was the best year ever. I'm financially free in regards to, I ain't got no more student loans because I paid off all that shit during, oh. the, pan- during the pandemic here. You get what I'm Congratulations. saying? See what I'm saying? Shout out to you. Shout out to you, Queen. That's, that's big work. But Mo, Mo, why is that? Right, I'm gonna, why, why is that? You did something how did that you, allowed you to create that. It right. wasn't because so of what I, So what I did, right. But that's what I'm saying. People have to get creative during the pandemic because you got to figure out ways. And that's why it's very, impar- very important for people to learn and to know how to own property. Because through me owning my property, I have a condo, I own it. I did a refinance. When you refinance, that, that was able to let me kind of be financially free in a sense, but paying off my student loans, remodeling my house. I just finished doing my kitchen. So I'm mm-hmm. putting back into my property. So by the time I get ready to sell, I don't came up. So you got to invest in yourself, mm-hmm. you know, so people need to start, Facts. you know, Facts. so people need to start thinking about ways to be creative, you know, how we can make it work for ourselves. So even something yeah. as, as simple as Yo, refinancing that, that, you know, that helped me out a lot. Just saying, just a little, just, just throwing a little gem out there. <laughs> just throwing a little gem out there. When I say mm-hmm. people had a lot more money to spend, now, mm-hmm. now TJ, you took your money, you took money and you spent it on furniture, right? And you bought new furniture, you remodeled your apartment and everything. But not everybody did that. Some people took that money and invested, invested it in stocks. Yes, that's true. Instead, instead of 
putting it on something else. They took that extra income that they weren't using and put it on extra stocks. And what I'm saying is that there was a huge increase in the amount of people investing. And I I think that this was because of this right here is that the fact that people weren't spending as much money outside and doing other stuff. Because of COVID, so many businesses tanked. I know MGM tanked. I know my ex came up on that shit. Um, A lot of the Mm -hmm. airlines tanked because Mm -hmm. there was so people were taking advantage of the market because of these companies that weren't doing so great. So, yeah, I'm not disagreeing with you in that sense. I'm just um, noting that you say these words that like more in most people and you know I'm just like what are your references I'm just fucking with you in that sense because like got I'm you, not that got you. that's what I'm saying but no I agree with you it was an opportunity for people right it was an opportunity because people save I'm gonna say that me personally I say this because I saved a lot of money I right. saved a shitload of money okay because I, I didn't even realize how much money I spent clubbing say, and partying yeah. and shit like that until I stopped and I realized yo I actually get paid a good amount of money at my job like I was broke all the time right. <laughs> I was saying yo you know how many vacations I had planned for last year that I couldn't go on you know how much money I saved it was some real shit because I would have spent a good saved, yo bro I would have spent a good seven grand on the vacations that I took last year that now I I have in my pocket to go put that put into the stock market right. or some right. G shit about so, this. So we'll yeah yes. we'll start thinking about that. So I want to huh? I want to um move into the next because this has to do with financial as well, and I want to kind of jump to boogie real quick. Um boogie mm-hmm. boogie's topic has to do with financial as well, which is kind of intriguing. So shoot it out, books. Go ahead. All right. So what's All going right. on with the twenty dollar bill is that the Biden administration is is reviving a push to make Harry Tubman the face of the twenty dollar bill. Now, this was originally done during the Obama administration. It got shelved during the Trump era. Um, this like if if it had went as originally planned, it would have hit or like it had been done on the hundred year anniversary of the nineteenth amendment, which was the amendment that um guaranteed or established women's rights to vote. So Right now, they're currently in the act of reviving this $20 um, campaign to put Harry Tubman on the bill. And my question to everybody is, how does everyone feel about that right now with the the way the pandemic is? I feel that, though I feel like it is, a, it's a bold and noble move. I feel that, like with the, the way times are currently as of right now, I'm not sure that people are going to appreciate that because there's just so many other priorities, in my opinion, that, you know, just just take precedent over just who has, whose face is on the $20 bill right now. Mm. Question. Do Does it cost this? money? Does it cost money to put her name on it? I mean, her face. Her face. In terms of the research, they didn't like say any sort of like, like what the percentage of tax paying dollars was or what the campaign was. Mm-hmm. It just says that they're working on um, doing that. But it looks like it's kind of like fresh. Like I don't have any. Right. Yeah. Okay. Put, yo, put, yo, I'm, put that on I'm, the bill. Yo, yo, I, I'm a. I want to spend black 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 faces yeah. in the club, bro. I just be honest. I want to do strip club <laughs> yes. and throw Harry Tubman all over Harry some fat booty. That's right. Exactly. Slapping rainbows with black black faces on that. You dropping tens on strippers, nigga? You dropping tens? Twenty. They said a twenty dollars. Like that, man. I might get some singles. You said like. Oh my god. Put on some singles. Put on some singles. Like the respect factor seems like it's easy yes and all that. Nah. Like I, I, me, I was thinking like, yo, what's like? I don't care whose face is on it. Like, how can I get more of that twenty? That like that like uh, that's what I'm thinking about. Like, the government needs to be focused on helping the people, not really decorating money. As far as I'm concerned, don't yeah, get me wrong, that is I something that's long overdue. But I just feel like there's just other things that need to take care of. 
Like America still. I definitely up. hear that, but I think it's also. I think it's also a sense of empowerment to know, yeah, we got Harriet Tubman on the bill. Yes. It's a female. It's an African-American female on the bill. You know, she's not only she's an African-American female, she's something that's done a lot for the culture. She is a slave, you know, free, like Freya. She did the underground underground railroad. So it was a lot. It's a lot of history. So to know that through all her efforts, she's now made it onto, you know, a dollar bill. And even before she was, I mean, even before she was on a bill, we knew of Harriet Tubman, all the work that she's been doing. So, you know, I'm not against it per se, you know, I, I'm I'm not. I feel like it's a good look. That's I'm that's totally for it. I go ahead, Bash. Sorry. No, no, no. Go queen. Go queen. Go queen. I was gonna back up on what Mo said because mm-hmm. that's exactly where I come from. Like I feel like we get to have a seat at every fucking table. Mm-hmm. We get to be represented in every aspect in in the United States, okay? Mm-hmm. And we get to be on every, you know, on a domination of money as well. It mm-hmm. shouldn't just be all fucking white faces. So I'm happy that we're able, we're able to pull up a seat on a face of a, of a bill and it. um, it's empowering yeah. for our people. And um, I'm, I'm for it. Our people okay. get to see our faces in every aspect of the United States because we helped build this country. We mm-hmm. built it. We didn't help. We built it. Mm-hmm. Ain't no fucking help. Um, I agree with you. I think representation is really important, but I also think that there could be better representation. I mean, I think that Harry Tubman is a respectful uh, story ancestor. I think that's really important yes. to keep in mind. But I think there are others that we could have gone with. I like Frederick Douglass. You yeah. know what I mean? I love okay. Frederick okay. Douglass. Yeah, and no disrespect Douglas. to Harriet, but I think he's a better candidate to put on a dollar bill in terms of representation. He's uh, next. Right. Fuck I that. Mean, he's next. We get Facts. not just one. We right. have how many right. dominations, right. Right? right? right. You know, so I think that's really important. But I also think that um, it's not enough, my nigga. Like twenty dollars, you go. Like I understand. You know what I mean? You trying to help out. You trying to it's advocate for the blacks. I appreciate it. I, I like the, the no look mm-hmm. past you throwing niggas. It's not a start for me. I feel like that's okay. that you just breathing life in the shit that other niggas did. I mean, that's that's what you're doing. And I'm not knocking you, bro. I see you. I see you. Do better though. Do better for me, for my, for my, for me to be like, yo, I fuck with him. You gotta, you gotta do more than just that, personally. Oh, for Biden, oh, absolutely. You're referring to Biden. Well, no, he has to do more. I'm, I mean, I'm referring to our government. I'm mm-hmm. <laughs> fuck oh, Biden. Okay. <laughs> I'm talking about our government. <laughs> it's deeper than it, deeper than Biden. I feel like it's pandering when you think about it. Like there's actual physical, like actual help that people could actually use. Yes. Like there's yes. this real yes. things that people, the government yes. can do for us. And I'm like, you know, don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to shit on a twenty dollar bill like Harry telling that face on the ankle, it doesn't mean anything. I'm just thinking about all the things that the right. government has as a priority for 2021. This is what they have going on. I'm like, mm-mm. Right. Okay. Like, like, I, that's what I'm thinking. I'm I thinking mean, it's not a priority. That, that's my thing. It may thing. not like, be, to, to be that big of a priority, but maybe it's something that can be done. Get it done. Why not? Right. Why has it been shelved for four years when Trump was in office? You know, mm, like, know so why. maybe it's not, it's we not as why. priority as COVID, but <laughs> it's one of the things that got passed and I'm happy for it. I don't, I don't feel like it's priority or right. anything like that, but I'm happy that shit got done. Exactly. That's I how I feel about it. To be it. honest with you, the $20 bill is the most popular bill, like yes. besides the single. I mean, right. what what bill do I have more of in my pocket? The most bills I have in my pocket? I got blue cheese in my pocket, my nigga. I got blue cheese all the time in my shit. I don't know what's in my pocket. You got I stay with 20s, baby. My pocket's got blue cheese. stay with 20s. <laughs> That's very true. So, so I do feel like it is a significant thing for them to put Harriet Tubman on a $20 bill, especially since it's one of the more popular bills. Um, however, 
I do agree with Boogie that there's more, there's better things that they could do with their time than that right there. Or there's better ways. I do agree with Mash as so as far as them as far as him saying there's better ways that they can help the black community. I, other I than just realized my perspective Harriet. is also flawed. Like I don't even carry around money like that no more, so I wouldn't even have like you know like an appreciation for it. I guess much as someone else because I use like I credit either. debit cards. Like I don't carry I cash on me at all. So yeah. I always got cash. I guess on it's me. probably why I wouldn't. Never. Always I never cash. have cash on me. So, <laughs> but that's why I say I don't even care. I, it, it's not a priority or anything like that. I don't care. But we get to have a space in everything in the United States, period. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm, that's, All right. well, that's true. So, and that's it for your news section, yes. Star Slide Boogie. That's exactly. it. Exactly. I'm going to move on to, I'm gonna move on to yeah. TJ real quick. Let's the outro for himself. I'm going to move on to TJ. Let's talk about that reality TV really quickly. Tiff, what's going on? What up, y'all? So I am the um, self-proclaimed reality TV um, queen. I'm embarrassed to say mm-hmm. that. Okay, so I'll, I'll, let me just preface. Yeah. I watch reality TV when I'm trying to kill my brain. I have a very stressful job. I work in a ICU. I'm a nurse. And... It also helps me just clear my head sometimes. So I do watch reality TV a little too much. It's, um, it's entertaining. You ain't got to explain it. It is. It's, I'm sorry. It's I just feel bad about it sometimes because I know that I could be doing other shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's, that's um, like someone explaining that they like to watch Marvel movies or like the Marvel TV shows and shit like that. Like you like it because mm-hmm. it's entertaining. Ain't wrong with that shit. Or cooking shows. Nah, but when you when you backpedal, that says a lot about how you feel about it though. When you backpedal I on know. yourself. Like, I know. Know. I like I know I shouldn't be liking it. Those are some questions you need to answer for yourself, though. And it's not just reality TV, period. I feel like there's shit that I need to do, places I need to be. And I'm happy that Sophisticatedly Ratchet is now giving me this platform so I can say this is for research. You know, like I'm watching this because (laughs) I have to present this news now. Um, But I know that TV, it is accurate. It is accurate, which is a good thing. But I Mm -hmm. know that TV can hold people back from doing shit that they really need to do. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I think I have that like underlying issue with it. But, um, Speaking as the self-proclaimed reality queen today, um, today I am going to bring you guys a little bit of tea on a show called Married at First Sight. So I'll just give you guys a little background on it um, for those of you that are not familiar. And I know a lot of you aren't except for Mo. Mm-hmm. Correct. Anybody else knows about it? I'm very familiar with Married at First Sight. Yeah. You I do? seen a snippet where a I'm grown ass man asked another grown ass woman that she was a virgin. I was like, okay, so this is what dating is in 2021. Yeah, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about that. His name is Chris. Um, I think his name is Chris. Okay. But anyway, so Married at First Sight, the premise is you are matched by professionals. There's a sociologist, there's like a spiritual, mm-hmm. um, like, kind of guider, uh, counselor. And then there's like a sexologist, but there's... Are they all mixed or are they all the same color? No, one is black. There's no, a, no, so there's a black, a black guy. Spiritual, guy. spiritual guy. Very um, good question, Pastor, very good question. I forgot his name. Pastor Kater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. white people up there that be like, uh, no, 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 no. Like, and then I think the lady that's like the sexologist or like, you know, really based on like sex and relationships, she's like, I, she looks to be maybe Hispanic or something. And then there's like the mm-hmm. white woman that's like the sociologist. But pretty much you're matched by experts. And I think there's more to it. Maybe there's like, maybe even algorithms behind the scenes. I don't think they put all the onus on those three people, but people apply. And then the experts kind of 
you know, figure out who would be the best match based on things that you want, based on who you are. And why not be matched by an expert? Here we are in the dark, you know, going on Tinder or going to a bar or, you know, and trying to meet that person. Why not be meet by, matched by experts? So the premise is you're matched by the experts, by people that, you know, apply to the show. And then they tell you that, you know, you've been matched if you've been selected. And then at that point, you're technically like engaged. And then you meet your partner at the altar and you get married. Say what? No real conversation, nothing? No conversation, nothing, yes. That's crazy. That's I know, it sounds crazy. It's going to be a bag at that altar for me to come over there and I'll set But you know what, the premise, it comes from... At least text message first. Yeah, but you know, back in the day we used to do... Back in the day, we used to do, um, what is it called? Uh, arranged marriages, right? Mm-hmm. And sometimes those mm-hmm. marriages really Ooh. lasted for a really long time. Even in the, we. and not I even back in the day. Who's, who's the, who's the we? Because none of my family okay, have had arranged so, marriages. All right. So in the Indian culture, it's very common. Yes. And they still even do it in the Indian culture. They still do it in the, in the Jewish culture as well. And these people meet the person and sometimes it lasts. And so for someone like myself, I believe in this concept, you know, I feel like if people look like they'd be great, you know, on paper and you're committed, I think that the relationship would work personally. Mm -hmm. That's what I believe. If you're committed to, you know, like making the relationship work and you're good on paper. So I want to bring dirty. That shit didn't come up on paper. If she dirty, that shit is not coming up on paper. What do you mean dirty? dirty Like STD? No, no. If she messy, like if she's I know. Not so a there's personality person. stuff that right. may not come up, but the um, experts try to match people based on that. Like if you're a little bit of an extrovert, you may have to. Maybe they match you with someone that is that is patient and a little bit of an an extrovert to kind of bring you out of your yes. shell. You know, like they talk about stuff like that. So, burn a question real quick. Would you? Well, I mean, this is easy because I heard y'all say, "Hell no, I would never do it." But I would say, not for you to go on the show. But would you ever be interested in being? Because I already heard you say no. But would you be interested in doing um, being matched by a matchmaker, like someone that by a matchmaker? Questions. Being matched by a matchmaker. Matchmaker, not say that you would get married to this person and do the show. Oh, just, I just, like I took that away date? because I, yeah, I'm just taking that away because now I heard you guys say no, you know, when I brought it up. So would you? Yes, nah, no, Shake, whatever, Shake, whatever. Shake, Shake said he complicated. Uh, oh, sorry. Go ahead. All right. So Shake said it's right, complicated. So, mm-hmm. we'll okay. okay Shake said it's complicated. For everybody. Um, Flash said no. I said yes. Mash said no. Boogie. I I'm think, going, yeah. I think Boogie said yeah. Okay. Yeah. All yeah, right. I'm so let's, yeah. yeah, I'm going to yeah. That's let's just really quickly, just tell me why um, you say um, yeah. I, I say yeah because I'm open to it. I'm ready to be committed. Yeah. And if mm-hmm. somebody is as committed into like being married, then I feel like it will work. So that's my answer. Go ahead. Well, I'm just speaking to someone who's single. Like if, if I was single, I'd just be open to it as just like a as a date, you know, nothing too serious, something to try out. Mm-hmm. And if yeah, and as you said, TJ, if if, if I'm committed, she's committed, then there's something that, that can work there, grow into something. So right. yeah, I'm open to it okay. because, like you said, these are professionals that are that are hooking me up with a with a person who wants essentially the same thing that I want, which would be um they want to be committed, I want to be committed. So right then and there, you kind of know that that takes away from us wasting each other's time because we're both coming to this to the table with the same thing as the matchmaker knows. So I, I would be open to 
letting the professionals um, match me up with an individual. Yes. Okay. Um, I'm a, I'm a frugal nigga, so that sounds like it will cost some money. So I probably what if it was free? What if it was free? I wouldn't pay. I wouldn't pay nobody money. Okay, for free shit. Free, free. free, I would like. I I would be like buggy. I would actually go on a date, but I wouldn't take it seriously. I would just see how it goes. You know what I mean? I would go on a date. So then you're you're not committed. So I wouldn't even want to put out. You wouldn't do because you're not committed. No, my nigga. When I say frugal, it means I'm not paying this person to to match me up, and I feel like that right there will be a paid service. That's a paid okay, service. So if it's I'm free. good with that. Like I said, if it's free, I probably would go on the date, but I wouldn't take it that seriously. And it I think you're be, not going to take it seriously because you're a fuckboy. Yeah. No, but, I'm just talking about to be in a, no, a community. Not to marry right, somebody. So, not to marry so, someone. Because so. I took that off the table because everybody's like, kind of like, hell nah, you know, when I mentioned the premise of the show. I just, I don't think it's realistic in terms of marriage. Like, I definitely have to know the person. There's no way I can be matched. But yeah, go ahead. I said no anyway because I feel like, number one, I can't commit to something I don't understand fully. And if, and granted, I'm a person that believes in, some of these algorithms and whatnot, even because people make algorithms. And so you're telling me, yeah, this, this, um, person is supposed to find the right type of chemistry or whatnot. But I feel, I should, I feel like if you understand yourself, then you can understand the type of chemistry you need with some, with someone else. And I don't think somebody who doesn't know. Well, no, you, what I'm saying is. No, no. What I'm saying, Flash, I think you're messing it up a little bit. Say, for instance, I you tell me all your characteristics. I'm a matchmaker, right? You tell me all your characteristics and I find someone that has all the characteristics of the things that you want that I think will match with you. Right. That's what I'm talking about. Not that you're talking about the the married at first sight show for you because I already got you guys' feedback when I mentioned the premise of the show. So Uh, would you would you go to a a matchmaker? uh, Nah, nah, I wouldn't do it. If it was free. I, you want to meet somebody randomly I and like, build the connection that way. Yeah, yeah I like I, part of me likes the work that I have to put in to like understand somebody, and that to me you still have but to you do still that. Have to put you in the work. Do that. I, I, yeah, you still have to do you, that. You still right, would have to do so that. So you're just saying they're gonna match me up to just for a date? Yeah, find somebody, you find somebody right. who who right. speaks the same love language. The question is, would you allow the matchmaker? I changed my mind. I changed my answer. Yes, that's fine. They'll find okay. someone to speak to who speaks the same love language as you. Because right. I'm gonna be honest with you, I feel like they will go off of something that's similar to love language, where they will ask you a series of questions and right. see how you answer those questions. That way, they're able to figure out, you know, what diaspora <laughs> that you're in, um, right. as far as with love language. So they'd be able to find someone close to you, so they can link you. You still have to talk to them. You still have to put in the work, but you just know that this person shares a lot of the same interests mm-hmm. as you. That's fair. Well, speaks right. the same love language as you. I, I, I can get down with that. All right. What about you, Bash? Uh, initially, I said no, but then when you started explaining this, the question a little bit better, I have to say yeah, because anytime you've ever been on Tinder or Anything like that, that that's like right. a computer expert match you up with somebody. So it's the right. same yeah. shit. Pretty much. Yeah. So so I say yeah, I'm, a, I'm yes down. Yes and for no, because you get to choose on Tinder like based on a picture. Like this is someone that's saying this person is is your match. You know what I'm saying? Like, why not? Like, but I but I hear you. Go ahead. Yeah. I mean, the idea of like having to make a commitment after on something like that is different though. Like that part I don't subscribe yeah, to. Yeah, the like, married at first. I heard you guys this mm-hmm. little yeah, that part thing on wild. that. And, and that's what I'm going to talk about next. All right. So uh-huh. um, I'm really quickly, cause I know I'm running yeah. out of time, um, but I'm going to say I, recently there's a, um, 
sometimes they have black people on the show and I'm happy that no, they always do. Um, this time is two black women, one black and oh, well, uh, the guy is mixed. No, is he black? Yeah, he's black. So there's there, there are um, black people on this episode. They have a total of, I think, five couples. And the one that I wanted to bring to everyone's attention is a, the couple of Chris and Paige. So Chris is um, he's 20. I think he's 28. He is an entrepreneur, very successful franchise owner in um, Atlanta. And obviously you can tell he has a lot of money, self-made. And he, his issue was that he was meeting a whole bunch of women that were after him for his money. And he says they're their quote unquote trophy wives. They matched him with a very, and, and he's also Christian and he seems as if he's holding his Christian values and, and I hate to do that to people. So yeah, he puts out that he's holding his Christian values. I hate to like, you know, throw that whole religious thing or judgment on people. And then he, they matched her, him with a woman by the name of Paige. She is, I think she's pretty. She's a dark skinned woman, has a nice body. She's 25 years old. Let me give you his, his, um, his, what he looks like as well. I don't think he's I think he's attractive. Um, and I'll just say that I only I didn't want to just womanize her and talk about her body when I mentioned her. So that's why I wanted to, like, say what he looked like as well. I think they're both attractive um, and he's pretty fit and she has a nice body. She's 25 years old. She bought her first property at 22. She um, I want to say that she is now in like she's a real estate agent, but I think she has she's an accountant by profession. And she wants to start flipping houses and she bought her first property. She wants to do that. So she's ambitious. So there's two ambitious people. Seems like they would be a good match. So long story short, she walks down the aisle. He is not attracted to her. He makes a comment to her friends at the reception that she he she is what he would want on paper, but would not want in real life. Like he knows that that's something that he he wants, but that's not something that he would choose. He's used to the quote unquote trophy wife. And I felt like that was kind of disrespectful. I don't think she's an ugly girl. Something with her eyes are a little off for me, but I think she's a, a beautiful woman. And I'm just taken aback by that. And I know that that's what comes up. Like you can be matched with someone, but not feel like shit like it matters like it, even if you match me with this person it matters because you know like the physical attraction is big Yo. one thing that I I'm gonna say this before I, I'm gonna let you talk a shake I'm gonna just say this the one thing that's really pronounced on her is she has a fat ass Mm. And I'm noticing that we're they're all talking about her ass. Her, the father said like a very inappropriate com com comment to her at the wedding, at the reception. He was like, you know, he first of all, he was like, you know, you're very beautiful. You're well put together and just stuff like that. But then he also commented to the son. It was like, damn, she got a fat ass. And they were all talking about her ass. And the father said to her at the reception, you know, it's very important that you give him sex every day. He didn't say that per se, but he said, um, it's very important that my son feels like a woman's intimate touch every, um, feels a, a woman's intimate touch every day. Meaning, you know, he comes home from a hard day as work. He, he's going to want sex. And that took me aback. So I just want to know what you guys feel about that period, like meeting somebody, being at the altar. She's not attractive. Um, Shout out to Paz for dropping the dime for Shorty. Shout out to Paz for dropping the dime for his son. He was like, yo, yo, the first time meeting you, my but son he was need a to bust these nuts every day. He's supposed to be a pastor. My That's son need to bust these. My son need to bust these nuts every day, Shorty. Just know that off the rip. <laughs> that is inappropriate, wow. though. That's inappropriate at the fucking reception. 
Yeah, that's it's inappropriate. Yo, you know for what sure. did it for me? No, you know what did it for me though? Uh, TJ, TJ saying her eyes were off. That that uh-huh. <laughs> did it. That that's what did it for me. It made me Google what you said. No, 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 no. She's a beautiful girl. She's a beautiful girl, but something about her eyes for me, I don't know. And a lot of black women do. No, no, maybe that's what made him unattractive. Wait, that's what made maybe that's what made him unattractive to her. Let me just say, a lot of black girls do like the lashes and shit. I'm not into lashes. I'm not into wigs. So like it was something about her eyes for me, but I think she's a beautiful woman. Not to think she's attractive. Let I'm me explain you something, okay? Right. For the most part. <laughs> and I'm gonna say this for the most part, and I'm not gonna bring statistics. We are we are fucking shallow. It's you. Mm-hmm. It's, it's you, what it is. You, and I'm not going to just say it's me. And I'm not going to give you a statistic. Fuck yeah. Right. Wow. No, no. All, all of y'all niggas is shallow. Oh, so Most you, of us is shallow. I'm not. Okay. Just now. We was in the same team. You shallow. I did ugly again, people all the time. Just, just by you calling niggas ugly, you shallow. That makes so, you shallow. I don't know how my friends call them ugly. My friends are like, they say, TJ, you, you date ugly people all the time. They corny. They ugly. Then my friends say that to me. I don't say that. I like you the people that way. You just got bad taste. You just got bad taste. <laughs> but I love the people. Yeah. I love so, them when we're good, you know? Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. be honest with you, yo. If she just didn't look, she wasn't. Her looks weren't according to standard. I understand. Now I ain't gonna hold you, yo. Some of the some chicks who are not attractive usually build great personalities, and I feel like yeah. Now that I and think she about has it, a great these personality. Companies, these companies will match me with these hoes all the time because they are fucking amazing. Right. But I'm a shallow motherfucker. So at the end of the day, if I'm not attracted to her, even though everything else matches up, I'm not gonna stay in that relationship. That shit dead. Straight like, like that. She has a high Straight. sex drive. She has a high sex yeah, drive. You are you telling me that that's the one thing? Even though you're attracted to her body. Because I obviously Attraction I think she's attracted to her body. is everything so for me. I respect okay. it. All right. There you Thank go. you. I like that for Who you else statement. has something to say like about this topic? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, I'm going to just chime in, but I, I don't think I'm not really comfortable with the fact that my pop got to speak about my, my dick game to my wife or anything like that. <laughs> exactly. I'm just not that that. the fucking reception. I don't How give inappropriate a damn I, and you're a fucking I'm pastor. A, I don't right. care if my dad was a pastor. I don't care if he a truck driver. Don't talk about my dick, okay? We not right. we not that cool. <laughs> he didn't say that though, but he he alluded to it. He didn't say that specifically. He's like, you know, my son works really hard. He's gonna want to feel the touch, the intimate touch of a woman every day, every night. I don't. I don't, I'm like, I don't what care. the keep, fuck? Keep that. Keep that to yourself, Dad. That's all I'm gonna say. For real, no. inappropriate. Thank you. He, wow. he's, no, he's actually probably going off of his experience. And he's like, yo, if my son's anything like me, this is what you're going to need to do to yeah, keep this him This is happy. what I learned from dealing yeah. with his mother. His mother is a fact. fucking bitch. That's a fact. <laughs> what's, my wife's, what's my wife's response supposed to be like to that? Like, don't worry, right. dad. I'm going to suck you. his dick every right. day. But my thing is, this is also from him meeting her for the first time. That's why it's inappropriate. It's different if you, even if you develop that relationship with her where y'all could joke and stuff like that, Fact, then that's fine. Mom. But you, off the first mm. time you meet me, you bringing up fucking sex, have several seats, sir, and you're supposed to be a pastor. That's inappropriate. Mm. Point blank in the period. There were also like, a lot of red flags about him, but I'll, I want to hear everybody's viewpoint on it. Boogie, you have anything to no. say, Mash? Yeah, Boog. Is this the dude who said, um, like the grown woman, that she's a virgin? Yes, yep. he asked yep. her at the reception. He wanted to know if she was a virgin. I, I mean, I, I don't want. I know that sounds really bad, but on the past season, there was a girl that was a virgin, 
and they tried to make it work, but she was very like kind of immature sexually. And I don't think he had the patience to really work with her to kind of get her open enough or feel comfortable enough to give in to him. So she didn't end up having sex with you're married for like three months or you're married, legally married, but you have you get three months to like be with that person. And then you make a final decision whether you want to stay married or to get a divorce. So um I think he asked that because mm-hmm. he didn't he didn't know if it was going to be similar to like the last season. You know, everybody that mm-hmm. participates on the show, I'm sure you've watched a few episodes or watched some pre- previous episodes. So I, I would mm-hmm. I know that sounds really bad, but I think he's doing it no, because, it's based on the show. I don't, care, I don't care if there was like 100 versions on last season. You don't ask no grown ass no questions like that. I, I know it's the first it's at the reception. It was at the reception. That is inappropriate. Like, wait, give it two days, give it a week. You know what I mean? Like that's nah. a conversation you can have after. I don't think there's no timeline on those type of questions if I'm married to you at this point. Like this, this, But at the reception that, dinner? That's why yeah. I, I don't that's feel no way about the father being so full with at the reception because it's like, Absolutely. yo, this is not Hell traditional. Though. There's nothing traditional about True. this thing that you're doing you're right. right now. Uh-huh. You're so right. whatever you think is the right way to go, uh, it's kind of some gray Facts. area now because it's ain't regular. You know what I mean? Facts. But, and, and, go ahead, Shay. And, and as a pastor, he wants to shit the last. He knows what type of relationship his son needs to have in order to make this last. It, you don't want said, your son to marry for for just the show. But that's you know not I mean? appropriate right. at the reception, though. The first time you meet in her. If, and if he said it the way you said it, which is way better than I thought he said it in my head. You said he said he needs to feel the intimate touch of a woman. That is a yes, really, that's that what he said. Really I'm not, like, the words, the words are appropriate. Those words are appropriate. He like he like you Facts. need to jack him off two times a week. He ain't say no wild shit like that. Flash. He said, what I do you say, Flash? Like because Flash was I like, it sound like a creep. Thank you. He sound like a creep. No, see, nobody, nobody Thank cares you, Flash. what Flash has to say. He said his piece. We, I do because Flash is the one that said, I don't want my father saying shit to my wife. All right. You want him to breathe life back into that statement. That's fine. Well, a grown ass father would tell his a daughter-in-law, whatever you want to call him, like, yo, my son needs to be jacked off two or three times a week. So that's crazy. That, that, that statement is crazy. That is crazy. But the intimate touch my of a woman. My pop would be my nigga for saying that right there. Facts. He just let these shows know. He gonna let these hoes know. What's up? You know what I'm saying? You heard that nigga. You heard that nigga. That's right. I'm just like him. We and that's exactly how he wife, was nigga. looking. Flash. That. That's Keep exactly that how energy. he was looking. He was like, he yeah. was definitely like, all over, like yo, yo she got a fast like your wife going deep really throat your in the janitor closet nigga keep playing the janitor nah, not at all not at all but I was also upset the with the wife closet. I felt like the wife the wife of the father I felt like she should have pinched his fat fucking ass underneath the table and said shut the fuck up that's inappropriate because as a, and, and what she did she chuckled that pissed me the hell off oh, the like your pastor's good? wife yeah they, they, it, this was at a round table she sat at the table of the family to just talk to them and she was like do you guys have any advice for me you know you know this is a very unconventional way of getting married and right. you know I want this to work and Pops was like yeah he needed and him. I just felt like oh, sorry. yeah he said he said what he was on his mind but He's very similar to his son. And I'm going to end it with this. He's very similar to his son because he's very like honest. And, you know, sometimes it's okay to be honest, but there's a brutal honesty. And I think the son has it. And the father obviously had it by his comment that he made to her. But the son pretty much. So Chris, he, as soon as they leave the altar or whatever, they get to have a champagne toast and get to like ask questions and like, what's your last name? Shit like that. She ends up asking him like, oh, you have a tattoo. What's the tattoo? He's, and she's like, it looks fresh. Lo and behold, it was a tattoo that he says of his ex-fiance. He was 
engaged less than a few months ago. Mm. Did not marry the girl, so he decided to cover it up for this wedding. And he kept <laughs> bringing up. Crazy. I know it's so messy. And so, personally, now I am very against Married at First Sight because although I'm going to watch the train wreck, but I didn't want to tell Married at First Sight that I was going to watch the train wreck. I literally I went on the Marriage at First Sight uh, Instagram page and trolled the fuck out of them because how dare you have this a beautiful black woman that's successful and how dare you match them with a guy like this that has not had any closure. He, I mean, he just was engaged literally three months ago. To, or I don't know, three months, but it was a few months. It was less than a year. How do you match her with someone like that? Um, I thought they were something. Oh. Oh, no, they did it for ratings too. You know, like oh. I want to know if they knew about it. In my opinion, because I think that that's inappropriate. He kept talking about, like she said, "Oh yeah, I have a dog. Do you like dogs?" He's like, "Yeah, my ex, my ex fiance had a dog." Like, what cares? the fuck? Y'all stupid. Like who cares? I mean, it's a, like, it's a red flag you you bringing up your ex all the time. You don't, think, you, you don't think that that's the type of nigga she was attracted to? Um, I mean, that might be just the type of guy she likes. I mean, maybe certain things about him made it through her all. She has a very strong personality, and I could see her being with a guy that has, like, a strong personality, too. Um, Mm -hmm. But I think him... Like, and I said this to Mo, like, and Mm -hmm. I'm gonna end it with this, but, like, there Mm -hmm. are red flags. I am gonna continue to watch the train crash. Um, I'll be checking in with you guys, but I will just say this, and you guys can chime in real quick, and we end it there, but if someone is not attracted to me, my my pussy is immediately dry. Like, Mm If he says that he's not attracted to me, like, I don't want nothing to do with him. Let's get a divorce right now. I'm willing to, like, maybe stay a little bit to see if maybe he could develop that, you know, like, because, you know, there's things that I may not have that you may want or whatever. I'll stick around a little bit. But like to hear that someone's not attracted to me is like a complete turnoff, especially if you were initially attracted to that person. What about Mm, you guys? that's That's a fact. Attraction. You guys agree. So if somebody is not attracted to you, you're like, I can't fuck with it either. Facts. Nah, nah. If I fuck with her, if we marry now, and wait, I'm I'm part. I'm on the show. Attracted to you. She's like, I don't like. If she bad, bad bitch, you gonna learn to love me. You. Nah, nah, nah. I'm I'm a woo you ho. You you would say. Okay. What about you, buddy? You would say. (laughs) She would love you. To you, but you're attracted to her. Would you say? Nah, because I'm not getting no butt. Okay. okay. She gonna give me the butt. Nah, nah, I don't like that shit. No, yeah, my yeah, my lady got to be attracted to me in order for me to even want to feel like I'm a part of this equation. And and and, yeah. and chances are I'm gonna probably and you know understand it already like I'm gonna ask and I'm gonna understand like yo why do you why do you fuck with me and she gonna tell me that shit and I'm a and that's the reason why I'm gonna stay in this shit so yeah alright and I heard you already mash right I heard you say nah you couldn't stay if someone's not attracted to you right I heard you say no yeah that's mad miserable I'm gonna walk around the house thinking I'm sexy and shit shit look at this pathetic ass <laughs> nigga I'm gonna walk around my shirt off and shit put your shirt on put your shirt on Like, I don't want to be sitting around somebody they critiquing the shit out of me in the back of their head. Or like, you come through with a fresh shit. cut. She's looking at you like, ew, this nigga look fucked up. What? Yeah. Like, some stupid shit like that. Like, what about you, Mo? Ugly ass nigga. Word. Mo, would you stay if the person's not attracted to you? Would I stay? If the person's not attracted to you. And did they express it in? In, in an arranged marriage. 
Did, That's the premise. But did they express, did they express that they wasn't attracted to me? How do I know they're not attracted to me? Yes. Yeah, they tell you that shit. Yes. They, say it. they tell you. They tell you. How do they tell you? Like, did we yeah, get into I don't that? think so. Yeah, I'm not going to say <laughs> Word, that. That matters. <laughs> yeah, it matters. So um, if you're not attracted to me, maybe you really it comes out like, me. you're not really my type. Right. You know, I'm used you're to not really my type physically. Could you say that? I'm used to I'm used to dating chicks a lot better than you. Let me go. Let me be with somebody that's my type then. Okay. Or I mean, like I said, if if they said to me, I'm not really a type. I'll say, okay. Well, what do is you your type? At least try. Yeah. Like, how do you, you like, like? Let's have a discussion about. I would it. have a conversation. Say, do you want to at least try? See, because obviously they match this for a reason. Right. They match this for other that. things. I got too much pride for that. If she got the gall to tell me yeah. I'm not attracted to her type, I'm not gonna tell you. You like, ugly man. little nigga. Yeah. You are gone. I'm gone. I'm gone. Fuck right. God. You already made, made the decision to not make make this shit work. Once you told me that shit, like you, you can't you can't tell your partner like yo you mad ugly but I'm attracted to the fact that you know you read books and shit like no like I'm out like you can't you can't tell me no no shit that you don't like about me and expect me to want to stay there what if, what if she what if she says she likes this about you she doesn't like this about you but she likes that about you I, I, I love hey what it about you flash I, I love the can't. fact that you're a philosopher bro but yeah. at the but end I, of the day you you are you are ugly the, little the nigga <laughs> You see, yeah, nah, nah. Anyway, <laughs> that's a I'm gonna go into the next. That's a negative. Let's go into the Never next. Um, okay, guys. So we're gonna move on to the next little topic, which is my topic. Which it's not little. Yes, it's not little. It's not little. And I'm sorry, Mash. Mash always says not little, but no. I want to talk about a serious topic. And this was, um, if you haven't heard, it was a female who was out in Harlem. She came off of work. She was going to a drugstore, excuse me, to a liquor store to get a bottle of wine. And in her interaction with going to the liquor store was two gentlemen that was in the liquor store. They offered to buy her the bottle of wine. She said, no, no, thank you. Bought her bottle of wine, proceeded to walk out the store. And they approached her basically saying, oh, you think you're too good for me? And she was like, you know, like, are you seriously trying to fight me? And they literally attacked this lady. Like she, you know, was trying to get home to her kid. They attacked her, um, bit her forehead like by her eyebrows try to essentially try to bite her eye out pried her phone out her hand um you had one guy in the street yelling oh run 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 he didn't intervene at all but they you know pried her phone on her hand and this is a female she's by herself and they essentially try to like jump her in a sense and i just think that's absolutely crazy it's absurd that this was like an attack like as if an animal you bit her face like, like she was an animal. Facts. Like, and you, you know, we're supposed to protect our women. And of course, you know, just to put it out there, like, yeah, she was an African-American female. And just to know, like. And it was African-American men. that Yeah, it was African-American men who did that to her mm-hmm. as well. And it was just like, yo, it, like you, like, that was like an, an attack, like an animal. Like you bit this lady's face. Right. So yeah. I, I really want to know how y'all feel about that. And before I jump into that, I mean, you know, I f- go ahead. Yeah. I, I did. I did feel like guys need to learn to just take no for an answer. Mm-hmm. And sometimes no is just no, man. Like, y'all don't have to get abrupt and hostile because the chick is not attracted to you. And we don't I have mean, to give you an a reason why. Right. It's just no. Facts. That's I mean, at the, end of, at the end of the day, she wasn't even doing anything. It's like, Nothing. you know, what I mean, Nothing. they asked her a question and she said no. It wasn't like she said, nah, fuck y'all niggas, I'm done. She was like, like nah, I'm good, thank you. And she was just trying to keep it going. So at mm-hmm. the end of the day, it, it's like she was just harassed for no reason, wow. you know. 
And I, I feel like that's the, the crime. They beat her up, bro. Right, they beat her they up. Beat her they up. did. That shit was fucked no, they up. Beat her up. Of course. I, like the assault that took place afterwards, obviously that's horrendous. That that goes without saying. But I'm just talking about yeah. the uh, initial altercation where it's like when she said, No, I'm thank you, that should have been the end of the whole right. situation right there. And that's I feel it. like the fact that's that they it. try to keep that shit going speaks to the problem. Like, right. you know, like who are you to try to like demand some sort of whatever it is that they wanted from us? Not like they was like like I don't know what they was trying to expect anyway, like the number nah, the first night, yeah. especially I, after they exactly. arrived. And I just wanted, um, and I, I just wanted to bring up because it's two incidents with me that I can recall. I was going to bring up an incident too. Go ahead. Yeah, and it's unfortunate that it happened in Harlem because I went to school in Harlem, and I remember I had my headphones. This is when I was in high school. I had my headphones in my ear, and I'm walking up the block from one from the two train from 135th, and I'm walking up the block, and I literally feel somebody pull my book bag. You know, I'm just pulled back, and as I look back, I look at the person, and I'm like, "What's up?" They're like, "Oh, you don't hear me talking to you," and I'm like. No, I have my headphones in. But the fact that this, you know, at that point where, you know, I'm a teenager. I'm, audacity. I'm a, I mean, yeah, the audacity that you had mm-hmm. the nerve to pull on. You didn't pull them, but you pulled on something that was on me as far as my book bag because I didn't hear to you. Touch me, you touched me, period, because I did not answer your question. I didn't answer you, right. Like, I felt like that was inappropriate. And another time, I remember in the Bronx coming from the fire train and dudes were trying to holler. Niggas was trying to holler. And I was like, no, oh, well, that's why you ugly anyway. Okay, sir, but you just try to ho- holler at me. Now I'm ugly. You get what I'm saying? So it's just like, why? I, I mean, dudes do that they all the time. They do that all the time, no, but like it's just inappropriate. inappropriate. That's inappropriate. It's inappropriate. Yeah. Yo, I'm, it's inappropriate. I'm going to be honest with you. It's that, guy, they don't like rejection. That's right, what it is, what I think, in my opinion. You, as a guy, the number one deterrent to talking to women in public is rejection. rejection. Right. And mm-hmm. a lot of these do, a lot of guys handle it in different ways. And I feel like the guys who handle it as far as hostily, that is something that they need to work immaturity. on if you're going to yeah. talk mm-hmm. to women. That, immaturity. That I'm, no, I'm going to say being host, immature and hostile. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, I mean, that, that women, behavior is just dangerous. Like, you can't have that person it, around it people, is. period, whether no, it be I'm men or about, boys. You know what I mean? I'm talking about the nigga that say, even when I go to a party with one of my niggas, right? If I go to a party and they go try to dance with a girl and the girl say, nah, I'm good. And he go, fuck you. Da, 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 da. I'm going to be like, nah, my G, you good. Relax, man. Right. There's so yeah, many other women out here. Go, go, go get like move to the next chick. And you move, and lo and behold, he moves on to the next chick. He has a fucking amazing dance. You know what I mean? Exactly. He has fun. He talks to the girl. I mean, uh, sometimes guys react adversely to being rejected. And they need to learn that the possibility, the game is numbers. You talk to as many girls as you can. Sometimes you are going to get rejected, but move on to the girls that you're able to get. You know what I'm saying? Like, you Where can't get this girl, get but you that education to, from? You Fathers? may be able to get the next one, huh? Where where should they get that education from? Their, their boys? No, no, I'm just... Fathers? You know, like, who should be I'm not going like, to say this, is, this is a father-son thing. I feel like... But who do you think should teach them this? don't take rejection well. And <laughs> but I, who this should can, teach this them that? from anywhere in a, Right, I think... This could come. With, this come from anywhere. Let's not like, have that incident make it seem like all men are exactly. Are acting like that, I know, you know, no, like, no, no, I know. No, I don't want that. Even though I know when that just, exists, I don't want that. That's. I don't think that's the normal. Nor should it be. You know. Absolutely not. I'm Absolutely just saying. Not. How could we curtail it? Yeah. Is what I'm saying. How could we correct this behavior in our culture? Because it happens. I'm going to basically how it starts when men, yeah. and I'm not even talking about just. I'm not talking about the extreme of attacking a woman, but I'm talking about as far as verbally attacking a woman when she says no to you. You know what I mean? Because that people do that as well. 
I mean, that's an acceptable do that as well. well. But there was a point that you made, Flash, which I think is 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 definitely Shake. important. Sorry, Shake, that you made when you said, you know, my boy, you know, was like, oh, fuck up. But you stepped in and you said, hey, bro, nah, chill out. Right, so your you, boy you stepped actually, in for your boy and said, nah, chill out. And that's, that's what my question. I uh, appreciate that about you, Shake, that you, you know, you yes. let the nigga continue to So the lesson can it. come from... Your your boys, you know what I'm saying? Like, and I'm just saying that, and and like you did that. That was you teaching him a lesson because I want to know how can we change this culture? You know, like who should be teaching them this? Like, obviously, I, I mean, think TJ, fathers in should terms of teach the culture, their- most people know this already. Right. In terms of th- that incident with those two guys, I, I think the problem is that like most people see that and just don't do nothing. It's like you know, I think you, I think um, Mo said that someone said run, run, but didn't like directly intervene. I feel like that may be an issue. Mm-hmm. Like someone has to physically step in and like mm-hmm. like when it's happening to like set that example right because like, as i've seen from afterwards like i know there was a bunch of group people posted in front of the store or whatever but i haven't seen any news in terms of these people being caught and i feel like that's the most important news overall like who are these people and you know when are they going to be like held accountable for it and i feel like to just sidestep that so we don't even get to that issue someone needs to jump in immediately once it's happening exactly. you know because it was just what two three people there you'd have one person especially if they'd pulled out a phone you know like hey don't do that back off that probably would have had a different response maybe some different energy exactly i want to hear from mash and flash because i know they didn't say nothing yet but how do they feel about this the um the situation that occurred in harlem and like and i want to and i want to make a disclaimer this is by in no way saying that yeah. all men act like this because that is just inappropriate For to real. say that is not of true. Course. But I just wanted to put that out there. But go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. But no, yeah, I feel like it is a little tragic, tragic to understand, like, this is how, like, how some dudes have to behave. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like that's necessary in terms of the fact that, yeah, if a woman rejects you, then she rejected you. It's fine. I feel like that's a real problem with, like, men and, like, maybe just having, like, fragile egos. Mm. And, you know, certain dudes just need to understand, like, no, not everything is meant for you. Like you can you can be rejected and life goes on. Like, but yeah, I just feel like I said, it's, it's just a mentality. It's a broken mentality of how they should carry themselves or how they were taught to carry themselves. Yeah. But yeah, that's how I feel about it. I think that it's crazy that um, them niggas still alive. I think <laughs> that yeah, in word. terms of like when I seen the video of, home, of Shorty getting attacked, it just made me so sad mm-hmm. because I think about what women go through on a regular basis, just dealing with men and their masculine energy. And like, all mm-hmm. right. So one example of a story, quick story. I work in a corporate office and at the time I was working with a lot of women and they were doing construction inside of the building. There were a bunch of construction workers inside the building that would typically wouldn't be there. But on this particular day, there was a bunch of them standing by the elevator and I went to the elevator with them to go downstairs. It was about three women. And I was standing there with them by the elevator and I could see the men staring at them. And I've never witnessed cat calls in real time. So when I watched it, I felt uncomfortable. Mm. I was like, damn, this is a lot what of cat calls. Like, what were they saying? Up. Yo, yeah, it, yeah, that's yeah. What I it, it wasn't, it wasn't yeah, even they, that, it wasn't even that they were saying anything. It was the way that they were gawking at them. Right. Like it was like the tension between them just getting on, just waiting for the elevator and these group of men just standing there staring at them. And, you know, when I got into the elevator, I was like, yo, that's what it feel like on a regular for y'all. She's like, every day, every I'm day is you. what we go through. So when I think I'm, about I'm sorry, I'm trying to like just imagine the scenery match. Like, like the, the construction workers, they was behind the women and they mm-hmm. was all waiting for the elevator. Were they catcalling? No, the construction, construction workers are working on the floor. Mm-hmm. We, mm-hmm. Were work, we were walking to the elevator to go down in the right. building. 
You, you met the ladies at the elevator, but you saw the construction workers looking at the ladies while they were waiting for the elevator. I walked with the ladies to the elevator from the office. Mm-hmm. And while I was walking with them to go to lunch when we was leaving the building, the guys who were working on the other space in the building were waiting by the elevator just for whatever they were waiting for. But as they were waiting there, they were just waiting. They were just minding their business waiting. It's an intimidating experience. And I'm saying that because as somebody that used to be in the mm-hmm. field, and I'm going to give an example as well. In the field, I'm by myself. And I have to go to the projects because, you know, whatever reason, I got to go see a family. And there's a whole bunch of niggas in front of the building. I can't stand outside the building and wait for the niggas to disperse because I'm working at the end of the day. So Mm -hmm. just, you know, so for me, a lot of times what I would do is I'll put my headphones in. It's no, I'm not listening to music, obviously. I'll just put my headphones in so they could see that my headphones is in. So maybe AKA they, AKA, AKA, right. So that they would not, you know what I mean? Cause mm-hmm. it's, it's intimidating. And I would just, you know, walk I past, love that. right. And I, I would just that. walk past, no. you know, but I would also do that. I, and I never would play the music. Cause I also want to be conscious of my surroundings and hear what, what's being said, right. but I did have my headphones in, in the hopes that, okay, maybe they'll just let me just go into the building without, you know what I mean? And I would, you know, and that was, and that kind of worked for me for, for time to time, but it uh, is very intimidating. Uh, it is at times. I'm, 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 I'm going to just mm-hmm. say as the, as a past cable guy, um, I walked in, hundreds of projects and 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 it's mm-hmm. I, i'll even say this for me i feel like yeah it is it is intimidating sometimes mm-hmm. but i also it also probably did teach me like a little bit of etiquette too in terms of because number one you got to be polite I, i'm the guy that's walking into your, into your, your, your into place your bu- and that's right, how i was two. too when i got in the elevators with them i'll be like hey how you doing yeah mm-hmm. and then you got to also understand too when you walk into people's place like you got to just have just a little respect you're like you don't walk through nobody dice game or no shit like that absolutely um, <laughs> and yeah as a cable guy though i was always polite i walked through i never i never had an issue with um with with walking through that but i could only understand like i said what you're talking about in terms of like uh, the pressure a woman may feel as opposed to a yes. man because and my man. pressure was more like let me just be polite before i come into into your space and for women it's a whole different thing yeah, I'm sorry. I don't understand like like Mash's scenario. Like, not tr- I'm not trying to play ignorant like the like the construction workers were and doing it, but I just don't understand what like the behavior specifically that made it tension <laughs> made tension yeah, created like, the tension. Just the way if they were staring at TJ and Mo like mm-hmm. this, like mad hard or something like that. Like if they were in the elevator, I could I could guess that. But if I'm working or something like that, and I make some glances, no. I, so I'm, I'm not. A, I could chime in on that because I've been on plenty of construction sites too, and what he's what mm-hmm. Mash is talking about in terms of like that look and like dudes just mm-hmm. gawking and maybe just they're not doing their work no more, and they're making it so obvious to like ma- to make it to where women are going to feel Womanizing, uncomfortable, yeah. right? So and and being like I said, I've been on enough construction sites to understand like that is just what it is. Like you you around a bunch of dudes all day, and it's like yo, when they see women, sometimes yeah, they they get all like flabbergasted like oh my gosh like and they want to just keep the eyes locked in on them so i've seen that like enough times to understand like that's the thing and i'm telling you being in the fi- being mm-hmm. in being in the field well you know i'm no longer in the field now but being in the field that taught me so much street cred like i remember even leaving and my coworker is spanish but she looked white and i remember the elevator open those three niggas on the elevators yo she looked at me like bitches we getting on this elevator because i have no plan on getting on this elevator and in my mind, you know, in my mind, I'm like, hell yeah, could be these be the same niggas downstairs waiting to rob us or some shit. You know what I mean? So, you know, I'm gonna go on the elevator and Kiki. So I got right on the elevator. Of course, I was scared of shit. I'm in the projects. You know, I ain't from here, but I get on the elevator. Mm-hmm. Hey, what's up, y'all? How y'all doing? They're like, oh, what's up? 
of course, my coworker looked like they was like, oh, yo, y'all police? Like, she, I'm, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, yo, y'all funny. I'm like, nah, of course we not police. You know, so I'm joking and shit or whatever. But this way, also, because if I got to do bi-weekly visits, these niggas would start knowing my face. It's like, oh, all right, that's, you know what I mean? So I'm like, yeah. I'm like, nah, you, yeah. you funny or whatever. Yeah. So he's like, all right, y'all. Yeah. He's like, have a good evening. So that was me kind of saying, like, if y'all see, you know, at least we got that little, like, all right, she good when she coming around here. So you got to, you know, in that moment, of course you... You know, but you gotta kind of play yo, the play the position as well, and and be yo, Mo, yeah. Yo, Mo, I like the way you think, yeah, and I like to think you think like that because you from the Bronx and shit. Yeah. Niggas crazy out there, you know what I'm saying? So you know you gotta deal with niggas out there. So I mean, you, you speaking you, for the perspective of just dealing with project dudes, but it's like <laughs> Thanks. because not even just because I'm from the Bronx, but just being in the field itself in the areas that I covered, Hunts Point. I don't know if you know if y'all know about yeah. like it taught me so much and. It's wild. wild. And of course, I mean, I was taught this younger than being in a profession, though, Mo. Like, I hear you saying you learned this from being in the field in your profession, but I learned this very young as a a little girl. Like, I remember, you know, when guys would catcall you, Mm -hmm. like... But I'm saying even high school. Oftentimes, I would just want to ignore them. Mm -hmm. But sometimes when you ignore them, that's when it's the worst. worst. Or if they say Mm -hmm. something to you, sometimes you have to be like, no, it's okay, I'm good. No, I'm sorry. Or or if they say, you're beautiful, miss. Thank you. Sometimes I'd be like, thank you, Mm -hmm. you know? Because if you don't say something, they'd be like, oh, you you don't even want to fucking say thank you? Like, what the fuck? I mean, yeah. like sometimes they do shit like yeah. that. So I learned very young to just keep it very polite. Um, you know, I always walk down the block. I'm looking behind my back because I look much younger than I really am. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. do not look my age at all. I can pass for an 18 year old any day. You know, no makeup, hair natural, and in some sneakers. So about, so, about the clothes. So about the clothes, CJ. Change up. And you look like a lot of dudes want to. They will challenge a woman that is 18 years old versus a, a woman in her 40s. You know what I'm saying, or in her, mm-hmm. her late 30s. So I like, you know, I'm very aware of my surroundings because I know that this exists in the New York City area, and and that's why my mm-hmm. question to you guys initially when we started the conversation was who should be teaching them this and I love the fact that Shake you said this is something that I told my boy like don't even spaz like this mad chicks here you could totally just talk to somebody else like you could you know like and have a good time anyway and I feel like these men need to be taught Mm -hmm. like rejection happens it's a part of being a person, you know, like women get rejection. We get you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. There's no reason why, like we get to learn how to handle that better. And obviously these are immature people because only an immature person would respond the way that these men responded. You that's know, like it, it affected their face. Ego, like, that's and they crazy. felt like, but I also know or some it could women. Be a mental issue as well. Mm-hmm. Not, not I know trying to some advocate women for too. I, I don't excuse. It's, it's definitely no excuse for it. But I don't want to. Of course make, not. Because it wasn't just one like, man. Nah, it like, wasn't just one person. Like you, yeah. they all had I, I mental illnesses. Like, what, like, like two. I think there was one main person. It was like one main person. Yeah, one main person that bit her. But I think it was two of them that kind of. Yeah, it was two. Yeah, personally, I just feel like they need. There needs to be more education to these men, letting them know like rejection is okay. It's a part of life. You just try and try again. because it's like I, I look at the behavior it of that. Needs to if start in the like, home. It, it, I don't like, think like, if you did your mom raise you to do that, you knew that that wasn't incorrect, right? Because your parents well, did not I, teach I that to you. I know that, right? but I'm looking at their behavior. Mm-hmm. Like we don't have no full pictures of them. Right. And in this day and age with social there media, person, that's of that kind of. Oh, you mean the background, no, like their story? Like there's no ID on these people. Like we don't have no names released, none of that. And that just yeah. shows to me, like they, I don't know. I guess they chose they spot a little bit more than. Like something wrong with them because if they was in a, a full room in the vicinity of people with witnesses, I'm not sure they would have done that, or at least 
it made it play it out differently because or again, it they just did it when there was the really no one looking. So it. I'm saying yeah. that this is more like behavior of cowardice versus certain men, you know, like mm-hmm. I think coward men would do some shit like this. Like when people mm-hmm. not look Of course. Looking. Like mm-hmm. I said, that you know I, I mean? to me, I thought that they, I, I can, I would call them immature. And I also wanted to make this statement. I know some women that, you know, like a nigga says something to them like, oh, you're beautiful. And she don't say nothing. And they be like, oh, you know, you fucking ugly anyway. And she was like, well, that's why you fucking ugly. I know girls that will go back and forth with these niggas. Per- me personally, I grew up in the Bronx. Mm-hmm. I went to school in Harlem. Yeah. I'm not going back and forth with none of these niggas because I know these niggas mm-hmm. are not ruthless. afraid to slap yeah, the shit out ruthless. of me. Exactly. Like, I know that. Yeah. They're ruthless. Yeah. So, But I know some women that are like, nah, fuck that nigga. And, you know, I'm not saying that this is what this girl did, but I know women that that will have that verbal conversation with these dudes that only eggs on the conversation. Is it right? No. Is she is she wrong? No. I mean, there's no excuse for the behavior, but I'm just saying I know women that do, you know, like egg it on. I don't do that because I... I that's a deeper rooted issue to like try to maybe understand like the male fragility or whatever you want to call it in that particular environment. Mm-hmm. And just, you're right, certain dudes need to just have more or better mentors to stop that kind of treatment that in behavior. those areas because right. why should women why should women half expect that like in places that they live or what yeah right. be subjected you know? to it mm-hmm. absolutely I, I think right. we also talking about two different situations I think the situation in Harlem that was that was a violent altercation that's not like that's nothing consensual or whatever but in a regular situation where you know a lady walking by is like hey you beautiful miss and she don't say nothing I'm like oh wow you want to say nothing it's like yeah you could turn around and be like nah you ugly mo-. I don't know right it's like she could just keep walking as well. I don't. I, so, so Boogie, it's I wanna, not I wanna black res- and white. I want to respond to what what you saying. She right? did though. She said no, thank you, and she left the store. Yeah, oh no, the Harlem incident. That that again, that's inexcusable. She walked away. There was no reason for like once she said no, thank you. That should have been it. There was no reason for her to be approached to follow mm-hmm. afterwards. Boogie, when 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 fucking when the elevator shit happened for me, that was the first time I saw it. You know, so it's hard for me to articulate to you how the setting went. It was just a feeling. Mm-hmm. I was trying I mean? to like get an idea of how they looked or how they were looking at them so I can get an idea of they were just that staring tension, at them. you know? They were just staring at them. They were just staring. They, it was, they were staring at them so much so that I felt uncomfortable. Right. You know what I'm saying? Gotcha. Like, it was just, mm. they didn't say anything. They didn't scream anything. It wasn't like it was oh, like, yo, what's up, bitch? Like, it wasn't none of that. Like, if they would have been staring at you like that, like, they would have been like, yo, what's yes, up, fellas? Yes, right. yes, bro. You feel like, yes, you bro. Feel like, yes, bro. Yes, bro. Yo, Mash, do you feel like if somebody said something like, hey, how you doing? Like, you feel like that would have broke the tension? I feel like if it was one, if one of them was my woman, I'd have felt away. Gotcha. Mm. Yeah. But since they wasn't my woman, I was like, oh, this is weird. Maybe the construction niggas wasn't sure. So right. that's why they didn't say shit. Right. You know right. right. That's, that's, that's your weird. Right. You're, just, you're just directly staring at her like that. Yes, like, that happens. Man. But that's what I'm telling you, Boogie. That, that happens like all the time. That happens. Like, that 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 happens. They ain't got to say shit. It's just yeah. stare alone that makes you feel uncomfortable because you're not saying shit. You get yeah. what exactly what Match is saying. Like, it's three Yo, dudes. So, so, and they just staring. Yeah. But Mo, do you feel like oh. because it happens that women should just have to get used to it? I don't nah. think we they have, have to. to understand that it's going to be a part of their relationship. They do. Niggas. They have they to understand that part. Exists, but they shouldn't get used to it. It's real. Yeah, it exists. That. So it's kind of like, you know, that it exists. But should I have to subject myself to, you know, no, I shouldn't have. But, you know, I'm, because I'm cognizant of it, I, you know, I've experienced it myself. So, you know, it, it, it's a part of the game. It's a part of the life. So, you know what I mean? It's, yeah, it's but Mo, you can't really subject yourself to it. It's just something that happens. And as a woman, I feel like you guys have to be mentally. The reason why I said subject yourself, why I said subject is because I'm not responding back to it. Like, 
like like TJ said, there's people that may respond back to it. I'm not really responding back to it. Like if you say, yo, shorty, mm-hmm. you're beautiful. I'm going to, I'm talking about respond back to it negatively. I'm going to respond and say, thank you. And I'm going to keep it moving. Like I'm not, you know. But, Unless it's Carmelo Anthony, you get a different response. Oh, well, if it's Carmelo. Yeah, so it's it Car- depends on the nigga. nigga if it's Carmelo. It depends on the nigga. If it's Carmelo. Anthony, <laughs> Carmelo, no, 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 you can holler at me. It depends on the conversation after that because I may holler back. You know, I may say, "Yo, okay, what's up?" We may right, chit chat. Right, I may, right, we right, may respond. Right, 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 right. But if I'm not interested, I may say thank you and keep it moving. Like, and I'll be like, "No, thank you." So I'm letting you know I'm not interested at that point. Yeah, yeah as a man, Absolutely. you just got to keep that shit pushing. Like, I mean, you could pursue exactly. If I'm continuing to have a conversation with you, that means okay, yes, you piqued my interest. We're now conversing. We're now having a conversation. But if I'm saying no, thank you. Oh, thank you so much, but no, thank you. And I'm now walking off. Right then, I'm saying cease and desist. That's it. That's, That's it. it. Yeah. Facts. Try, yeah. try again next time. At at the very best. Facts. Try again the next time. That, the fact that I said cease and desist, which is what the female did. No, no, thank you. She walked out the store. Went about her fucking business. You came mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. You're now mm-hmm. harassing her. Oh, you think you're better than me? Violation. No, I don't think you're better than me. Violation. I just said no, thank you. And now you proceed to bite my fucking eye. Violation. That's a violation. And it's like, how does that even make you better than you? Because I don't want you to buy me a a, buy my wine. Like I, I worked and I bought it. Like you know what I mean? Like how does that even like the whole question is stuff? Right. She was coming from work, so I could purchase my own wine. Like it's nothing. It's a bottle of wine. I got it. Thank you so much, though. But I, I, I got it. That's it. Like I said, we gotta do better. We We gotta gotta do better. That instance was a reminder to me that the women that I love are at risk. Yes. You know what I mean? Like seeing yeah. that video. I'm at risk, man. Like, I know you love me. Yeah. Yo, yes, you are. Yes, you are. And I, I, want, I want you to wait, you, wait, 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 wait. I was like, yeah, I'm a bitch, man. If a nigga bites your eyebrow, we rolling. Fuck it. We coming for that nigga. That nigga got the dots on that nigga. That's right. I ain't going front, though. They really do need to find this dude. At the very least, he get smacked in the face or something like that. What the hell is biting a woman's face off? That's the thing that just struck me as weird when I read that. Like, I, I'm sorry, Mash. I mean, it's, it's real. It's, it's it's all good. I just know that my my we got you, but mm-hmm. my my mans and my mans, my mans who ten toes down all the way. My man Noah, my man Noah got mm-hmm. you. So yeah. Noah ain't gonna let none of that pop off <laughs> yeah. off the rip. All right. Now Word. that happened. That plan A don't down. work. We are playing B's. Right. All right. You're playing B's on deck. But all gotcha. jokes aside, that shit was horrific, and them niggas need to get. All types of street sweep, exactly. all of them niggas. Yeah. I feel like facts. The, facts. the facts, the facts is a, that's not okay. Exactly, that's not okay. Nobody so, deserves to be treated like that. I'm not. I'm not. And for it's that not part of the streets. It's like it, you know, she didn't do anything to even deserve it. That's the that's the main gist of it. You know, she's not cursing. She's not harassing no one. She's just trying to get in and get out. You know, yeah, nah. there's no reason for any human being. Man that's somebody woman, mother. Like, that's somebody aunt. Exactly. That's somebody cousin. That's somebody sister. That's somebody gma. Know what I mean? Well, maybe not the Gma, but you know what I mean. Still, the fuck, exactly. Yo. So, with that being said, the last thing I just I, I just want to say that you know we definitely hope that the perpetrators are caught in regard to this incident because it's it's necessary and get their ass whooped yes, a little bit before de- they get handed it's off. Defi- it's court. definitely need necessary. Some education in that manner. It's definitely necessary. But I just want to say thank you guys for listening to Sophisticatedly Ratchet. Um, we love you. Please listen thank to us so on much. Spotify. Everywhere, YouTube, YouTube iTunes, YouTube. All, all that all shit, all that 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 shit, all
Thank mm, you. Thank we you. Go, we right. love you guys. Thanks for tuning in to the Sophisticatedly Ratchet podcast. Let us know your thoughts on the episode. Do you agree? Disagree? Tell us how you really feel. Email us at therealsrpodcast at gmail.com. We release new episodes every Wednesday on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Please be sure to subscribe and follow us on IG, Twitter, and YouTube. Go to the srpodcast.com to link to all our social media platforms. Don't forget to like and share our episode with your fellow sophisticatedly ratchet friends. See you next Wednesday.